Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, hi, bonjour, bonjour, guten tag, bonsoir. Привет! What, what's that? Hi, in Russian. До свидания. That actually means goodbye. <laughs> Welcome in to Nobody Panic. With nothing to do with languages. We just thought it'd be nice to start and just kind of say hi to our international listeners. I think we've got <laughs> and four. Listen, and now we, we, we see you and now you hear us in your native tongue. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. Oh, God. Um, Come on in. I think this um, slightly chaotic energy is indicative of the theme of the podcast, which is about re-entering society or how not to burn up on re-entry into the, uh, what is that? What are they re-entering? The, um, the post-pandemic apocalyptic No, era. In, in space. What are you actually re-entering? Oh, the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Thank you so much. The mm. atmosphere. We have sort of touched on this, haven't we? Because we, we mm. did an episode about how to basically have a conversation because we'd realised that that was going to be an issue. But that wasn't covid specific it then became a little it had a little bit of mm. that in it but i think there is a very much oh it's just a very big time isn't it and i think i feel exactly the same as i did last year also we're in the uk obviously and also we should just say that the podcast at each week we do we do a how-to and this is just something that we think is quite relevant at the moment in the uk so obviously there are if you're listening in, in other places it'll be all different but there will be a point hopefully where you'll have to re-enter into, into society god willing and god bless but in the uk at the moment at the time of recording this things are tentatively starting to open back up again similarly they they, they did last summer and i've and i've started to feel exactly the same as I did last summer, even though the situation is different. And also what I've noticed about it is I have very irrational, very irrational feelings. Essentially, as ever, using this this podcast as a sort of therapy session for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, um, I don't think they are irrational. I think they are rational. I think like there was so much going on. And I think everyone, I think this weird, you know, like, oh, June 21st, we'll all just be like, and done. Be like, are you kidding? Like everyone's, Everyone is completely bananas. Like there's going, we're going to have to climb ourselves so slowly and tentatively out of this hole. You can't just be like, oh, that's done now. Back, back to normality. You know, like I, I've been on the tube twice, I think, in a year, and it, it's now, and it used to be absolutely empty, and then I rode it this weekend and it was like it was certainly wasn't busy by any stretch of what it used to be like in the past but it definitely was busier the busiest I've seen it and I was just thinking when I lived in Mile End and I had to go to work 
for 9am. I, I mean, I was always late. I was stood on that platform at mile end at heaving and you would take like three or four tubes would come before you could get on. And then you would squash yourself up against the glass and you would go to work and then you did, wouldn't even bat an eyelid. You'd be like, that's just my day. And I was like, uh, and I had a, like a, I stood on the platform. I saw the tube come in. I remembered this memory and I was, it, it felt like a memory belonging to a different person. I was like, that's what we used to do. There's so, so many things that are going to feel so alien and weird coming back in into re-entry mm. you know that are you know they're the, the smorgasbord they're from the social to the physical to like are we touching people are we this like there's so much going on basically the take home of this podcast if you're busy if you've got to crack on I'll tell you the spoiler now it's everyone's bananas and you can do it at your you can you don't if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it like if there's things you're like I don't ever want to do that thing again you don't have to you know well, unless it's like a job and you've got to work. <laughs> I say you don't do have to. But you've spoken can... like a true <laughs> creative person <laughs> um, who does have a job. Before we actually tackle this, let's do uh, the thing that we do at the beginning of most, most and all episodes where we say what adult thing we've done this week to make ourselves feel a little bit more grown up. Tessa, what is your adult thing this week? Mine is that I have got a personal trainer. Oh, clang, clang, clang. Sorry. Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, Here she comes. Make way. For her and her abs. <laughs> Here they go. Dragging her abs behind her. A long-term listeners and indeed those and IRL. I mean, many of you will know that I have, a, like I'm profoundly un, unstrong and I, like, I think the uh, the term there is weak. I don't, we don't like to use that in the personal training community. <laughs> Sorry, non-strong. We like to say the non-strongs. So, <laughs> just also anyone who hasn't isn't a long-term listener. I'm just going to re- refresh people that there was one time Tessa went to a physio and they said she had no abs and one big leg. <laughs> I did say that. So a general theme with me is I am. I am quite, I am lowly broken in a large number of things. And I do have one, and when they like analysed my running, they were like, they, they honestly like shook their head and were like, wow, <laughs> you've got one strong leading leg and one, your pelvis is like twisted out. It's just dragging <laughs> on behind. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, I thought I would finally address the non-strong issue. And I've got a personal trainer. She's absolutely marvellous. She calls me babe. She says, I've done a really good job. I say, thank you very much. And I really, really, and obviously it's an, it's an expense, but if you, if you too are feeling that you, when you like do, if you try and put YouTube on and like follow along and you're like, I don't think I'm doing this right. Then I really, really recommend, even if you only see them for like two or three sessions, just seeing a human being who can say like, you know, no, no part of your body is in the correct position right now, you know, and just to be like, if you try like this and just like her saying like, if you put your, do you want to do it with the other hand? And then you're like, oh my God, I've done it. You know? <laughs> anyway, so that's me on my journey to strength. <laughs> so well I'm feeling, done. I'm pretty, pretty good, Stevie. What's, um, and also it's sort of re-entry. It's sort of on board with re-entry, isn't it? I've been like trying to get, trying to feel good in myself coming mm. back in to meet people. Um, what's, what's yours, Stevie? I bought a long time ago from a charity shop and I say a long time ago it's six years ago this uh old of ornate mirror that I was like I'll fix that up didn't obviously 
I only painted it gold, wow. so it looks like a beautiful princess mirror. Bought some non-toxic metal paint, because when I went to buy it, I was like, oh no, the animals, which is a constant source of problem. I was like, I bet I won't be able to find anything. And I painted it, bought some paintbrushes from Pound Stretcher. £1.75. I, was, I thought everything in there was supposed to be a pound. Anyway. No, and, you think um, you pound land. Pound Stretcher, we stretch the pound beyond the pound. Oh. God, they've got me again. That is how they get you in there. But for those of you listening at home, it looks exactly like the mirror from Beauty and the Beast. <gasps> that was what I was going for. It's oh, about A4 okay. size. It looks exquisite. Thanks. It's now got a sort of gold gilt trim. Absolutely yeah. beautiful, Steve. You should be so proud of that. Thank you. If anyone's interested in what the non-toxic paint is called, it's called Vintage with Grace. Great paint. Um, okay. <laughs> great paint, um, great mirror, looking great. Great bod. So... The re-entering into society. So mm. I suppose to start, it's always nice to sort of give our own, you know, how do you feel about re-entering? What, what are the, obviously, oh, I'm mad, but like what are the main things that you feel sort of strange about apart from the tube, feel, which you have also The said. tube I feel crazy about. I don't know mm-hmm. like what the etiquette will be when you see people, will we all be in crowded spaces? Like that to me feels very weirdly stressful. And I am, <laughs> I am deeply not a... Um, I really lucked out that I'm not particularly phased by germs or dirt or people or things. I know it can absolutely take over people's lives. And I'm very aware that I'm <laughs> very low maintenance. too far the other way. Much too far the other way. Way too low maintenance in regards to health and hygiene. And so like that's never particularly affected me before. And now I really, really feel that, which I've never really felt before. I feel very weird about like conversation and things. Like I, you know. Oh yeah. Been, I met someone in the park the other day and there's two people and we met in a park social distance of course but for the first hour not we couldn't look each other in the eye for more than like 30 seconds and everyone was like we all looked like we were like hand puppets we were like bobbing all over the place there was loads of like hand gesticulation no one everyone was like talking over each other we all sounded like we all sounded not like ourselves at all everyone's voice was slightly high-pitched it was very strange it's very strange I think I've said this before but I I've attempted to see people and I and I you know we were all like just hysterical and I resorted to shouting me when I wanted to say something (laughs) I wow! Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember how to like get. I didn't remember how you joined the conversation. I was <laughs> me, me now, <laughs> which is which is wild. And and then I think a thing I think I, ha- I have been nervous about is like you know I think when we went into this lockdown there was a very freeing feeling. There was no FOMO because everybody it was shut for everybody, and there was something very freeing and like leveling about being like it's shut it's shut for everybody even if you're a hollywood superstar like i mean and then it, they immediately like sort of were snuck past the post very quickly but right at the very beginning it was like this is everyone and now this everyone's sort of coming out at their own pace and it does feel like who's doing what and I'm, I'm like are people having parties and not inviting me like what are we all doing i feel like it's not having your finger on the pulse feeling about like are, is everyone i know not doing anything or is everyone i know doing things without me and then my final one, I guess, is like we had this whole opportunity to really like fix society <laughs> and oh God, we yeah. and we didn't like that, I think, is, you know, so much bigger than not being able to have a conversation. Um, but it's like it, it felt like we were given this sort of once in a lifetime opportunity. And I don't know if we did did good by it. Oh, I said I'd say uh, that we do know and it's a no. 
<laughs> I was given I was given a sort of positive spin on the experience just in case. No, it's good actually. Yeah, no, it's good that you've done that. What are yours? What are your personal ones? My thing is is the FOMO thing, uh, the fear of missing out, the kind of and it's happened very quickly where I've suddenly and it's very this is very specific to the industry that I'm in, but I think I think it's, you know, you can extrapolate it to pretty much anything where so personally you know I haven't done any live comedy for 18 months and I didn't do I've done other things that has been very helpful for the very lockdown specific you know online stuff and whatever and I feel very like comfortable doing that but now it's like oh but that's not relevant that, that's not going to be relevant anymore and now I have to go back to doing and I, suddenly people are coming out with oh I'm just performing my new hour and I'm like what where did you, how did you test that out? Where have you written that? What have you been doing? And the thing is, is I don't mind because I'm not particularly desperate to do, but it's just automatically now it's like, what's everyone doing? Oh dear, mm. should I have done that? And I'm really mm. susceptible to that. And I wish I wasn't. So I get very frustrated at myself for being like that, but I can't help it. Like it's just, before it was very easy to be like, oh, I'm not getting any auditions or I'm not getting this or I'm not doing that because lockdown, there's a pandemic on. But now it's like, oh, my, my excuse is gone again. <laughs> so now- yes, yes, my excuse is gone. Yes, I think that's a big thing, isn't it? And I think actually we will, even though we've all hated lockdown in, in our individual ways, I think we all will yes. miss that, like, you know, people who, you know, we will miss the excuse of being like, oh, well, can't do that. It's lockdown, you know? You're like, oh, I have to do yeah. things. I and that's, that's a very, obviously a very privileged stance. But I think as well, even if lockdown has been very tricky and really just incredibly stressful, then there's a fear that, well, hang on. So if this was what it was like in lockdown when the world had sort of literally locked down, now things go back to, in quotation marks, normal. Is it going to ramp up even more? Like well, what's going to happen? Even if you, you know, and I think people have, hate, you know, I've absolutely hated it. But like, I think that excuse factor in every industry for every for every person of every age has been there of being like, yeah, my homework wasn't good. It's lockdown. Like, yeah, I didn't do this. Yes. It's lockdown. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not doing my best parenting. I'm not doing my it's best lockdown. parenting. I'm not doing my best workouts. Like, yeah, my body, you know, I'm out of shape. Yeah, I haven't done this. It's locked. Like that has been an aspect that and, and that I think is is the universal anxiety of like that excuse is going to go now and we're going to have to be faced with what people got up to in their lockdowns it, it's very much that sort of everyone said they weren't revising and then you get there and everyone has revised that's very true there's a real fear that that you'll kind of find out that suddenly everybody is actually actually been really productive and as well it'll be the same as ever yes someone might have been have done something or you know been been productive but it's been like a, it's been over a year, so mm. you don't know what they've also been through. They may I've got a, yeah. um, a friend who was really really productive right from the start of, of lockdown, and it's completely like turned his career around. It's really cool, and the reason he did it is because he was in an absolutely terrible place. Like some really bad stuff was going on in his, in his personal life, and it was an escape. So it's like as ever we're being taught again that lesson that you can't tell what is going on you can you yep. just see the good stuff you don't see the bad stuff you mustn't be jealous you mustn't be jealous even though it's impossible not to be and you should see jealousy as we've spoken about in, in previous episodes see things like jealousy as being it's they are positive emotions that are showing you where you need to go so if you are you have to ask why you feel jealous about that. Okay, what can you do to make you yourself feel like you're moving forwards? Mm. You know, there there are lots of there are lots of things that you can do that, that are positive. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There are some things that I've been looking around and kind of trying to for myself, seeing just sort of things things I can do and things that we can do to maybe ease this process, which is going to be difficult and compounded by the fact that these dates and reopening times could be taken away from us. There could be a third wave. Who knows? This People have changed profoundly during this time as well, and that is very difficult. But there's one thing that I found that was very helpful that I think I'm going to really try very hard to do, which is to recognise what you can control and to recognise what you can't control. And to give yourself more of the former and less of the latter. So like there's literally no point beating yourself up over things that you can't control. You can't control restrictions being moved willy nilly, taken away, put there, then told that you can't, you, you can't control that. You can't control how your friends feel as well. And if your friends are feeling a little bit more antisocial than you, if your friends are being a bit more social than you, if your friends want to do things that you're not comfortable with, if your friends have become massive conspiracy theorists, like you can't control other people's behavior. You can only control your own. And like you said, right at the start, it's okay to not be fine with the pace that maybe other people are re-entering at. You, you you just have to make sure that you don't burn up. Other people are built differently. They can they can go straight through. That's great for them. But if you're not able to do that, that's fine. But you've got to recognise as well when it's legitimately that and when it's an anxiety that is irrational and holding you back. So it's always good to try and push your boundaries a little bit to try mm. and see, okay, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with this, but is there a way I can take baby steps towards it? Like your thing on the, on, on the tube, like there is going to be a point where you're going to have to board, board a train and it will be full. So, you know, rather than shy away from that completely, sometimes it might be good to be like, okay, I'm aware it's going to be be busy, but I've got my mask. I know how I'm going to be. If it's too if it's too busy and I feel really uncomfortable, then I can always get off the train. I can always, but try to kind of test yourself and make sure that you're doing things that broaden your horizons rather than mm. make them smaller and smaller and smaller because then then you run the risk and it's always it's very likely and it's, it's going to be a lot of this where people just their worlds become smaller and smaller and smaller and it becomes a problem that then 
this this period of time will now affect them for years and years and years to come which it yeah. will anyway but you want to kind of minimize that don't you I guess I think that exactly what you say I think the message is like go for two steps forward one step back and accept that like you'll be like here I go okay too much uh, you know rather than yeah. no steps forward like just accept that you'll be like push yourself every day be like oh I didn't enjoy it take a step back keep 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 that mentality going be re- expect and assume that it will be too much and you will need to take a step back rather than being like I know that so I'm not even gonna take any steps like yes and, and looking at the steps that you are excited about like your own little roadmap like what are things that you're comfortable doing that you can look forward to is it a picnic in the park it so you know is that looking at for the weather finding a friend that's something that you're comfortable with so do more of that like but if you're not comfortable uh, or like you know when your 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 job starts up are there elements about your, your job that you're uncomfortable with your commute say or you know is there ways that you can do more work from home is there ways that you can talk to your boss and try and be a bit more flexible in the way like looking at the things that you're most not looking forward to and asking the question okay well then how can I change it and I know we joked before about just quit your job mate. it's really easy just find another job no that's really really difficult but in saying that there is always a way and this is the thing that this doing this podcast has really helped me with is that there's always a way to change something especially the things that you think you can't change you can actually change them you just you just we are naturally resistant to change because our brain is trying to keep us safe so obviously don't just quit your job if you don't have another job to go to and you can't find another job but even just saying to yourself okay I don't think I want to do this job anymore because I've been dreading going back to it okay, I'll go back to it. But in my head, I'm going to be looking for other opportunities. Mm. So then already you'll feel more calm because you're taking control again. You're not, you're never as out of control as you think you are. Very profound. I agree completely. Too, too profound. If actually. anything, too profound. I think it is that of being like, oh, look, we you have managed to survive. Even if this year felt unsurvivable for whatever you've been going through, you have made it this far. And so, you know, make it worth it that you then change what you what you can and cannot control about your life and be like okay I managed to get through with what we were doing like what can I personally take from this and be like this is actually what I want to do with my life or this is the way that I need to work or this is the thing I want to do or this is what I enjoyed or hated or or whatever I'd like to talk about enthusiasm and the lack of it I'd like to talk about something Um, I think is happening to people which is a sort of you know like you were saying what's your personal roadmap what are you excited for I think there is a real issue at the moment of a sort of like deadening feeling of just like numbness even when they are positive things that are coming up or people invite you out or you go to something or or even good things happening just like the response being numbness and I think that is for example very recently in our industry lots of these art industry grants came out and people who had worked extremely hard putting their applications together were were awarded in often some cases very very large sums of money which is fantastic and the people I spoke to who had been on the receiving end of it the general feeling from all of them was like, I feel numb. I don't feel anything, even though this should be such celebration. This should be like, oh my God, we got this money. This is so exciting. And I think that is because people have been, have deadened themselves in order to cope with the sort of relentless bad news. And as a result, we don't know how to feel positive anymore either. We've sort of made ourselves this like this middle way, you know, to sort of get through it. And therefore it's made the bad stuff easier to deal with. And we're more capable of being like gritting your teeth and sort of going through it and not letting it not, we're basically because we're not letting in the sort of huge insurmountable 
like, oh my God, this global pandemic, what is the impact? Oh my God, this is so big. Because we're like, no, thank you, close that door. We've also closed the door on the positive feelings. Yeah, also as well, on top of that, for me anyway, it's put in perspective so much stuff. I remember right, like throughout it, I've got lots of friends that work in the arts, that work in creative jobs, who have sort of questioned, like, been like, maybe I should have been like a nurse. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? That kind of feeling of like, what's the point of what I do? Which is not Mm. true because there's there's so much point. Look at how important being able to entertain people to be able to like, you know, make people feel a little bit better about things. Of course, there's there's, there's a point to it. I'm not saying that there's no point. What I'm saying is it, it has kind of made things like that for some people feel a little bit like, well, hang on. Okay, cool. But the world is broken and the and COVID, like you said, has not only did we have a chance to change society, there was it's also it's it's shown the divisions within society and shown the problems with the infrastructure of, of the country and the world and the way in which we live to be profoundly more broken than even well, I mean, I was already like, oh, Britain is in trouble. But I still was surprised by some of the things. It was very difficult. Yeah, it can make your own little, you know, and I'm in quotation marks, silly little achievements feel very nothingy and pointless in the face of this massive big monster of what the world is at the moment. And that's so unhelpful because you can't function if you can't be positive. And if you can't, if you can only recognize the bad things, but you can't recognize the good things, and you're only going to feel numb, like you say, and kind of deadened. And so how can we be more enthusiastic, Tessa? How can we? Thank you so much for asking me, Stevie. I don't know. No, oh, I'm think... glad you brought it up. I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's just about being aware of it and not freaking yeah. out of bit, not freaking out when you're like, I feel completely numb inside. Apparently, I don't have any emotions anymore. Oh, well, that's just me now. <laughs> exactly. It's not just you. Humans are so unfathomably adaptable like we will look at the way we've adapted to lockdown we will also adapt slowly to getting out of it you used to be able to smoke in clubs like you used to be able to smoke Mm. while you were delivering a baby like you used to be able to do all kinds of things that we just took totally for granted like you will adapt you will get back into it you will remember how to like open your heart to positive experiences and I think it's just about like having letting like sort of trust and joy and those sort of things gently creep in, not going into everything with one foot outside the door being like, it'll probably be cancelled or it'll be this. Like, and, and like people who have weddings, yeah. like what an unbelievably tough thing to go through to have like, to have multiple times had to put it in the diary, then cancel it again, you know, and then, and therefore you go into everything with this like, oh, well, don't get your hopes up. And I think it is about just being like, let your hopes get up, you know, like let things yeah slowly even if they do get okay even if the news is bad and you can't do it again yeah you've had that period of time of looking forward to it yeah exactly it's like if it's if it's going to be cancelled anyway your hope you didn't jinx it by hoping so and it doesn't make it it doesn't make the worst feelings worse I think by hoping like let it in like feel something you know like why yeah why not I really I understand that also I think as well because I had a nice thing that happened like the other week where like I want to look I was just about to say I want a silly little award I felt embarrassed about it and then it wasn't until certain people got in touch and sent me these like such lovely like just really nice like they basically got excited for me Mm. and sent me such lovely like Someone who is a friend of mine sent me this voice note just being like, you work really hard and you've worked really hard for years. And it's so nice to see like that's just, you know, awards aren't everything, but like you got a recognition, you got recognition finally for like putting in the hours and really, this isn't just something that you flip. And it's really like, I got, and then I felt, and then I felt something. I didn't yeah. feel it, but I felt something. And, and I think that taught me that sometimes it's, 
nice to share things with other people because enthusiasm is infectious and you can it's so much easier to be enthusiastic about other people's achievements isn't mm-hmm. it, than your own so use that to your advantage like you'll be more enthusiastic about someone else doing something getting a promotion getting a job getting married getting engaged getting a dog getting whatever than the other than than the person themselves so that works both ways so you know let people like tell people let people celebrate almost for you and then mm. by default with you so that you can you can feel it as well <laughs> help help yourself feel something through the feelings help yourself feel something it's such a human issue isn't it of being like someone being like oh you got this thing and you being like oh yeah well it's, n- it's nothing you know like stupid. oh yeah, yeah. It's stupid stupid look at you being like it's a silly, it's a run a silly little award stupid little show stupid little nothing I feel like what the fuck is wrong with us like just uh, just mm. say yeah thank you you don't have to have you know it's it's okay to feel pride and it's okay to, you know, not say, oh, it won't come to anything or like, yeah, it's, you know, you can celebrate the mini achievements and yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're exactly right. Just push that. If you can't do it for yourself, just do it relentlessly for the people around you and you be their boost when, because they'll be feeling the same way as you. Boost someone else up if you can't boost yourself. As well, finding somebody who feels similarly to you about this re-entry period is very helpful as well, because sometimes you can feel a bit isolated Mm. and feel like everyone else is absolutely fine and really embracing it actually but then there will be people that 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 aren't that are having or that are anxious about other elements of it but just just speaking to somebody who isn't just like yeah will make you feel less alone I think truly the amount of people truly thinking yeah is very no of course but 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 there's a lot of people who aren't talking about yeah yeah feel and then you can just feel like, oh God, I'm the only one who seems to worry about this. Whereas everyone else is like, pints in the park. And you're like, yeah, but what if I can't speak? Or I say me every time I've got to talk. I think just um, accept that you absolutely will be saying me. Communicate. Yes. Like the more that you can just honestly and openly be like, hello everyone, I'm coming, but I am completely bonko. Here I come. Yeah. My birthday in September fell in the sort of four day week when they were suddenly like you can have 30 people inside they're like sorry we we fucked it get back outside and I had I had five people on to sit on my to climb out and sit on my roof and I remember being like oh I'm tense because it's my birthday and I've got all my birthday tension why is everybody else being so crazy and then afterwards I was like oh yeah because of the pandemic (laughs) like and you know it just takes everyone and it wasn't until like someone was like this has actually been very nice I've been I've been very, very tense for a long time. It's my first time. And everyone's like, oh, me too. You know, like as soon as people come, there's no point all of you sort of plowing ahead with this, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. We're all just fine now. It's done. Be like, no, just admit it. Just just acknowledge it. And I really, really very profoundly feel that the, the 20s, exactly like the last 20s, are going to have this really exciting renaissance of like art and music and culture and fashion. And people are going to be wearing things with this like fuck it like this is what this is who I am this is what I want to wear why would I just wear this sort of black smock when I want to wear all these things and I really think that's coming but it is not coming immediately like don't expect it to arrive on June 22nd and just be like oh here we are like it's gonna take a long time so just be you know just give yourself a chance give yourself a chance and yeah and be aware that everyone as we all know everyone's at their at their own pace and their own speed and it doesn't mean people don't like you or aren't your friend or that you're like, and, and as well, yeah, look at your, if you're frightened about life returning to how it was before, ask yourself why and really interrogate mm. that and really know that it doesn't have to. That's up to you. Yeah. It feels like it's not, but 
it really is up to you. You don't have to stay in, in that job ultimately. You don't have to stay in that flat. You don't have to stay. You can you can you can do whatever you like. Yeah, you will we'll yeah. we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. It's um We will get there and we'll see you on the other side of it, which will be fascinating. At one point we'll end up doing recording the podcast in the same room. I don't even know. I can't even fathom it. Can't even fathom it. Mm. But it well, will happen. If if we're if that's one of our things, be like, I don't want to see her again. Be like, great. <laughs> like, you know what? That's fine. It'll make the podcast difficult, but it's fine. If you have any ep- like episode suggestions that you'd like to do, this wasn't an episode suggestion per se, but it, it feels like it's very much an undercurrent of all the suggestions we've had for mm. the last like few months. But it was also me being frightened. Do email us nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com um, and we will we are working through your wonderful suggestions. We sometimes email back, we sometimes get overwhelmed and can't keep up and don't, but we do read all of them. So thank you very much. Tessa, do you want to give the old social meads a yes, shout? Yes, I do. It's nobodypanicpod at gmail.com. Bugger. That's the, <laughs> that's <laughs> okay, the it's at nobodypanicpod and then you just stop. You don't add any more. That's the Twitter <laughs> handle. And then personally, you can find me on at Tessa Coates and you can find Stevie on at Stevie Martin. But guys, the S is a five. It's not Stevie Martin. It's at Stevie M. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Good Lord. And we wonder why we don't give Tessa the social media. (laughs) Oh, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard. It's it's very difficult. There's too many ads and names. But yes, we will see you next week. Do be kind to yourself. Map out your own little roadmap of things that you're excited to do and all but also be aware of the things that you're frightened to do and look at what you can do to take steps to change it yeah be nice to yourself communicate your way through communicate Mm. you're not alone basically everybody feels pretty much exactly as you feel so don't don't worry we're all in this and yeah see us see us again (laughs) see us again next week see us again next week Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.